podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to your AI fantasy football show. I'm your host as usual, Guy Drinkle. And I'm not even reluctant this week because I did okay. Um, which is always a promising start to your podcast. But I'll introduce both my guests. I've got my two regulars with me. Simon, how are you diddling? Yeah, not bad at all. Pretty good. Uh, I am on a little bit of a roll, so I've kind of had three good weeks. So it's the first time. So uh, yeah, things are feeling positive and finally starting to, to turn around and make up some points in the uh, AI Money League. Good slowly, man. Slowly, Good man. I'm the opposite of that, but anyway. Um, Jay, how are you doing? Well, speaking of the AI Money League, I'm still top, thankfully. Um, and just above average game week for me in terms of points-wise, but it keeps me top, so I guess I can't really complain too much. Yeah, that's very good point. That's very. I, I, I went down in the money league. I did well this week. Got to, <laughs> eh? Got to check it, this out. It, it was a decent week for everyone looking across the money league. I don't. Yeah, everyone was above the average, the game week average score. So it, there wasn't really too many movers and shakers unless you had a really good week. Yeah, you did. That's quite odd, actually. Yeah, but you went. To turn with that many points. What the? Ah, oh, Poonick got 76. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we don't need to talk about that because it doesn't count. Honourable mention to to um, to Cam, though, who got, who got 81. That's pretty good. Yeah, but he's going to catch me up as well, so no. <laughs> he's only one behind you now. Oh, God. Right. Um... FPL scores. Simon, how'd you do? Um, I did well. I got the very childlike, teen-like score of of sixty-nine points. Um, nice, which I think Mark got last week as well. So um, I got nine from Pope, which is fantastic because he hasn't really been the best option. And Lundstrom got me three, two from Trent. Zero from Rico, um, and Soyuncu got me a clean sheet with six. And then midfield, I captained Matt Manny for 18. I had De Bruyne and Madison, who lost out to VAR, uh, which is always fun. And then up front, um, the very good consistency of Jimenez, who scored again. Abraham who blanked and Jamie Vardy with twelve points and then a lovely ten points from um from Cantwell on my bench who yeah I was never gonna start because he seems to have been dropped but now maybe he's back in first team contention but yeah and I also had Mount on the bench so that worked out well I got um yeah pretty good score. Not too shabby, not too shabby. I'm sure we'll bring Mount up again uh, later on as well. Um, Jay, how did you do? Um, I got 60 points, but listening to Simon, 
he pretty much has my team. Um, I've got Alisson in goal. Got three points. Back three. Alexander Arnold, Lundstrom, Soyuncu. So you know their scores. Midfield, Mane is the captain. De Bruyne and Madison. However, I do have Martial, who got me two, and Pulisic. Last minute transfer from Yarmolenko got me two, but I think we're going to discuss Chelsea's fixtures later, so that's more of a long term plan. Um, up top, Vardy got me 12, and Abraham got me two. Nothing to speak about on the bench. Few transfers required. Probably hanging out now for a wild card, given the fact that. People are now copying my team and I can't really gain any points on them. Sorry, I'll just ruin your team when you wildcard. I'll save it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. Mm, uh, we know that. <laughs> uh, but my team, um, I had Pope, got me nine, Trent two, Ming six. Don't know, I still don't know why I have Mings, but okay. Uh, Soyuncu six, Villams one. Again, what am I doing? Uh, De Bruyne was my captain, he got me 14. Mount got me 1. Ali, my gamble from last week, actually worked out. Well, from gamble from ages ago. Finally working out with Jose back in charge. Oh, uh, he got me 5. Uh, Madison, 3. Vardy, 12. Jimenez, 7. Uh, so thank you, Jay, for telling me about Jimenez last part. Um, and it was him or Firmino, and I fairly hated to touch on Firmino on the Raw pod with Trev. Mm. And he did get the goal. So, you know, it was win-win really with that transfer selection, wasn't it? It was. It was. But you taught me, out, you taught me out of Lacazette and he got two. So, you know, fuck you. I've not got any, so I'm not exactly doing myself any favours. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but, I mean, this this podcast is certainly turning into the Spurs podcast because we got to get the fuck Harry Kane segment in. Pochettino was garbage, as was the team for a while. But now Mourinho's in, and they've had back-to-back uh, entertaining victories, it's probably fair, fair to say. I, I didn't watch all of... Uh, the Olympiacos game last night, but they took off Eric Dyer and then they won, so there's no surprise there. Um, and in uh, at the weekend, they beat West Ham. Well, they were 3-0 up against West Ham and it went to 3-2. But West Ham, probably the worst league team in the league, apart from like Everton at the minute. Um, Gee, I'll start with you. Uh, if you saw the Spurs game, did you see anything different or anything promising? In, well, even in terms of FPL and in normal football? I've seen the majority of the first, well, the first half and probably the first 15. So, actually, when Spurs were good. Um, in the West Ham game, I didn't see the game last night. I was working, so missed that one. Um, very un-Jose, like, to go in and have two high-scoring games. In the first two games, you'd expect to probably a bit more of a tight, tighter ship and maybe a, a couple of one or 2 nil victories, a typical Jose type of game but then obviously we've all speculated what type of Jose is this um, is this a Jose who's got a bit more of a relaxed approach he's now had a, a year out of the game sort of and the stresses and strains of United have gone so maybe he's learned a few things and he's learned to loosen the, the strings on his team a bit but you said you've got Ali who was impressive at the weekend Um He's got Son. He started, obviously, Mora. Eriksson is the contract dispute, so if you've got him in your team, maybe it's time to chuck him. Um, 
defense-wise, we've touched on this in the past. I don't think it's worth having a Spurs defender because they can't defend. Um, but feel free to get Sergio if that's what you really want, guy. Um, <laughs> but I, I think, it, as we said last week, it's a, it's a wait and see process where we we figure out who's who's going to start and who's probably going to be a key player for them. I think you've you've got lucky there with Ali. Um, How dare he could <laughs> he, he he could be a good feature. He is a good player when he wants to be, and maybe it was just a case of. It had gone a bit stale with Poch and he needed a bit of a, a rocket up the backside and Jose's obviously delivered that maybe pretty quickly to him. Um, unfortunately, the big dope up front, Harry Kane, seems to be scoring goals, but then if you put them on a plate, he is going to score them. So, is he one maybe to look at out of the, the higher band of priced forwards because uh, Sergio Aguero is now out for ah, we don't know yeah. how long. Because, yeah. because Pep says he's out for a few weeks. That could just mean he's out for like a few days. So we, we don't know. But with the Bamiyang still faltering, um, is it now time to, if you've got a high price forward, one of those three, is it now time to get Harry Kane? Um, well, Saab, I don't need to answer that. I mean, the uh, top-end strikers, as Jay said, I mean, the winner... They've had a strange season. I mean, Aubameyang was probably the uh, the most must-own one in the first part of the season because uh, he was scoring every week. But now Arsenal have imploded even more than before, which is impressive. Um, and then, like, Aguero's been in and out. Uh, who else we got? Kane was trash, as proven by me owning him. Um, I'm sure there's other ones. But the, the expensive strikers, I mean, unless... I'm not counting Vardy in this for obvious reasons, but like above t- above like eleven mil, it's not really been the season for them, has it? Is it? Is this now kind of a turning point, especially for Kane? Mm, I don't think so. Still, I'm still not really convinced by him. I mean, Spurs have they do have quite nice fixtures, and they did win their last two. But I mean, I didn't see any of the in a book. Um, the match last night did Kane score? I actually don't even know who scored. That's very bad. Isn't uh, it? He did, and it was shit. Yeah, like I mean, they're two very easy games, and still, I watched. Um, I watched most of the West Ham match, and I wasn't that impressed. I mean, I I saw a few people saying saying Ali and Son were very good. I thought they were okay. I mean, they just looked a lot better than than everyone else in the pitch, but everyone else in the pitch weren't playing football. It was a, <laughs> I thought it was an awful match. I really wasn't that impressed at all. But um, Jose does look to be playing a different way for now, but I don't know if that's just because Spurs haven't got the best defence in the league and the number one goalie is out still injured, although not that he was the best in the world. But, you know, He's better than what they kind of have now. Um, but he still did play two defensive midfielders, so it's it's a little bit odd. I I just don't think he's worth the money, FPL wise. I mean, he sh- in theory he should do better than he's done the last couple of months because I think he I think Jose kind of likes to have that like one man up front and the three midfielders in behind him. Mm-hmm. But for FPL wise, I think I'd be looking at those three mids instead, Ali. Um, 
Mora possibly looks like could nail down that spot, but it could be risky. And Son is probably my pick out of all the Spurs um, assets. He is expensive, but I think he's he's kind of always been Spurs' best FPL player, I think. Um, he's the type of guy you can just come along and score th- three or four and pick up a massive haul. Um, and hopefully now he looks like to be playing a fairly advanced role. Um, but I just don't think it's worth paying that much for Kane when you've got the likes of Abraham, Jimenez, Vardy, and Jesus now, who's an option all like mm. two, three, four million less than him. I think you'd be, I think you'd be better. Even Rashford's been that. Even right, yeah, he'd probably be a better pick actually. I think so. I just don't think he's worth it for the money unless he starts to return like every week. You know where he's getting like one or two returns a week, which doesn't look like it's going to happen. Yeah, and uh, I'd probably agree with that. I think there's better options than Kane. I think you, you're dead on with the midfield. Looks like better options. I already have Ali. If I was wild carding right now, I'd probably go for one of the other two just because I think his role's more about getting the best out of others. And I think at his peak, he was more of the goal scorer. But looking at the first couple of games, it looks like he's the one passing to what Lucas or Son for the for the uh, for the chance I'll probably go with one of them. Uh yeah, I think you're right, Lucas may be a, a slight differential, uh, because he was in and out of the team under under Potch and probably not that highly owned. Um, albeit that finish in the West Ham game where he spliced it sliced it wide was amazingly bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, um while we're touching on forwards guy. Mm, mm-hmm. Over a quarter of a million players have transferred out of Guero this week, given the fact obviously he's injured. As of this point, that is. Um, over 200,000 have transferred in Vardy and over 100,000 have transferred in Jimenez. So they seem to be the two go-to strikers as such on on FPL. Um, Rashford's got 50,000. However, 18 people have transferred in Marco Anelcevic and 30 have transferred in Romelu Lukaku. Beautiful. Now, what? I don't know if they know how to play the game. <laughs> But it only applies when we play in England. Beautiful stuff. That's and crazy. Questions have got to be asked by the authorities of people who run this game of how they're allowing people who aren't in the league to be transferred in. The likes of Charlie Austin <laughs> has got nine and Chicharito's <laughs> got ten. Just for the entertainers and let you know that there's some strange <laughs> people out there who play this game. That's really weird. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) There is no explanation for this. Oh dear. Well, just on, if we go back to Spurs, Lucas Moura has less points than Lamella this season. (laughs) He has the same points as Ndombele this season, which is quite impressive. But I mean, if we go, I'm not sure what is... um, I don't think he's played much. No, I'm just looking at that. Really his, liked him. his goals per minute are probably quite good because he's played, let's have a look, from the start, he's played 90 minutes, one, two, three times, and then 81 minutes against West Ham the other day. So, yeah, it looks like he may be a bit of a uh, a cheeky strategy. He's only 4% owned. 
Um, Wasn't Ndombele on the bench last night as well for Spurs? Uh, I know. I'm not Ericsson sure. If, as well. I'm not I'm sure if he was on the bench. I know he didn't play in the West Ham game. Or wasn't yeah, available the West Ham I'm, game. I'm going off like Sky Sports. Oh, he was. Information, yeah. He came on. Um, he came on for uh, for Ali for ten minutes. Yeah. So, so it, yeah, go, it going is off a him, risk, definitely. Yeah. Go well. No, I think go, if he subbed Eric Dyer at like twenty odd minutes, so I'd assume it would mm. be Endombele and Winks in midfield. <clears throat> but maybe, yeah. in cer- maybe in certain games he'd probably want Eric Dyer in there, even though he's a bit of a big donkey. Um, nice, awful player. Oh, ah, yeah. I mean, it only took <laughs> only took Jose one game in twenty odd minutes to, to realize <laughs> he realize should. Wrong, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think um, Spurs is definitely much more interesting now. But if we just talk about the fixtures for a sec, they've got Bournemouth at home, which should be a good fixture. Man United away. Uh, I think Man United are better at Old Trafford, but they conceded three goals to Sheffield United. So, you know, um, uh, Burnley at home, which, uh, well, Burnley aren't as good defensively, but they're better going forward. And then Wolves away with Adama Traore v Danny Rose, you know, that's Wolves win all the time. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag, but ultimately I think that that's four decent fixtures, especially for the attacking players. Um, so yeah, well, uh, not Wolves, uh, Tottenham look like it, a bit of a go, really, and I, I know there's like a million games over the next week, uh, next few weeks, um, so they might become thick and fast and uh, rotation options and stuff. I mean, that's for, the attacking midfielder are probably the one that Spurs actually have options in, um, so you might be pretty uh, pretty safe with it. I'm just, just realised on that fixtures checker website we do, don't know who's got the most points per game for Arsenal. Chambers. Christian Pulisic. Louise. Par- Christian Pulisic, apparently. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's yeah, going on today? Yeah. <laughs> something, something is very wrong. Yes. I don't know what's yeah. happening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we need to restart the game. Yeah. Uh, good side of that by Arsenal, though. <laughs> oh, dear. Just keep scoring for the wrong team, I think. Yeah. On the wrong shirt and turn up at the wrong club. Some good... Some he was good close player. enough, I guess, I suppose. He got the right team. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but we did mention the fixture pile. I mean, Jay, looking at your team, is there anyone that you, you're looking at and thinking, hmm, may get taken out or protected? I mean, I'm probably thinking of some of, some of our players like Salah. Uh, probably Salah's the big one. Um, but Mane and Bobby will probably play the majority. But I mean, Salah's a question in himself. But is there anyone in in your team or can think of anyone else that may be affected quite heavily by rotation over the uh, winter period? Uh, well, I'll start first of all with Liverpool-based players. Then I'll go through maybe mm-hmm. FPL. Yeah. Um, I would imagine Robertson will get a rest. Yeah, maybe this weekend. Um, given the fact we're playing Napoli tonight, as we record the pod, um, he's probably nailed on to start tonight. But we know he's got a bit of an ankle issue. So if there's a perfect game to give him a blow, it's probably Brighton at home. Um, you couldn't really ask for a better fixture. And then obviously we've got the derby next week. Um, so he's going to obviously be back in for the derby. So if you have got Robertson, I'd probably recommend having a. Decent backup defender on your bench, um, just in fact that he might not start Robertson this weekend. Um, I'd probably expect Milner to come in there. Um, 
across the rest of the Liverpool team. As you say, Salah is the question mark. I fully expect Salah to start tonight against Napoli mm-hmm. and probably be rested for the weekend, even if he's on the bench. Um, and then Mane and Firmino to start probably both games and then probably only make 70, 80 minutes in the Brighton game and maybe the same in the derby. Um, so you're probably safe with those. I've got Trent in my team. He's probably nailed on to start, I'd, I'd imagine. Um, because if you take Robbo out, then you can't really take Trent out. Um, Got to rock up with, against Brighton with Gomez at right back and Milner at left back. <laughs> it, it would not surprise me. Nil, nil. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think Trent's probably nailed on to start, probably given the fact Robertson's carrying yeah. a small knock. Um, and then across the rest of our team, if you've got players, then if you're an FPL player with the likes of Wijnaldum, Henderson, Cater, Ox, you've probably gambled anyway on them playing. Um, this could be the type of run now where you, we do see Ox and Cater get a bit more games. I think Cater will start the Champions League match tonight, though, and Ox will probably get a run out of the weekend. We might even see the famous Adam Lallana again this weekend in a red shirt, which is always Whoa. entertaining, to say oh, the least. With Fabinho, all of that, we say, yeah, we might do. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wouldn't actually mind if if our midfield shaped up on Saturday as uh, Wijnaldum, Lallana and Ox because Fabinho's out suspended. So we've got to we've got to come up with something in there, and anything that stops Henderson playing the six is always a bonus. Um, as the rest of it looks, we all know Pep likes to rotate, but he's sort of shoehorned into the fact that Aguero's mm. now injured. So as Simon said before, Jesus now becomes a viable option. Um, but then we all know Pep is Pep and likes to play around anyway. So Sterling up front it is. If Sterling, Sterling started up front. Um, last night he started with Jesus, Bernardo and Sterling. They all played the full 90. He took Kev off for David Silva after 70 minutes. So Kev probably starts the weekend. Um, Phil Foden got a little 15 minutes, but Mares didn't play at all. So I'm guessing Mares, if you've got him in your team, might feature the weekend, given he's had the rest he scored last week. Um, rest of the rest of it, it's a sort of a bit of a gamble, and it's this type of year where you you probably need a strong bench in terms of free starters because you, you're not likely to get your full eleven. Starting so that would be my one tip this week is if you've got three players on your bench who start, even if it's lower league players, we we touched on the the likes of Sheffield United are picking up consistent points. Um, I don't think Brighton have got a very friend fixture list. I've got two Brighton players on my bench, so that might be my point of transfer. Um, but looking lower down the league, Southampton have got pretty friendly fixtures if you want to call it that. Um, even the likes of Palace are away to Burnley this week, but then they've got Bournemouth at home, Watford away. You'd, you'd fancy maybe a clean sheet or two in there from Palace. So if you've got, I've got Martin Kelly, anyone else who's got a couple of Palace defenders mm. might be worth a little dabble in that market. Um, but there's not many ones with a friendly fixture list other than probably Palace and Southampton. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly. I, I think the bench point's a very very good one. Um, I've never been one to just prop- completely uh, been off the bench, and uh, mind, mind's all right this season. Well, it'd help if Connolly got fit again, but as you say, Brighton don't have the best fixtures at the minute. But um, yeah, Simon. I mean, let's go through some of the other teams. And I mean, the fixture pileups are a, a point that we can cover for each team. Um, in the agenda, I've written Loll at Everton. Um, <laughs> they are uh, a bit screwed because they're bad. They want to hire David Moyes, which is never a good thing. Nope. And their fixtures, I'm still <clears throat> scrolling down on the difficulty thing. There we go, right at the bottom. <laughs> they have three red fixtures and one dark purple fixture. And I imagine you can guess who that is. Liverpool uh, at Anfield, which makes it a completely different game for Everton. Um, yeah, they are. I know they've got injuries and stuff, but they are going to suffer in this winter period. And I think me and Jay talked about it last week. They are really, really relegation candidates now. I think they might. Yeah, they have a, absolutely. I mean, one, two, three, four, five. I think they're gonna be be. I'd be very surprised if they didn't lose these next five fixtures back to back beautiful I mean like maybe Arsenal at home is the only one you can <laughs> see them picking something up at because <laughs> Arsenal could just not turn up but everybody else is either, I mean Manu away even I can't I can't see them doing anything there and even when, even when Everton were good they didn't play well against United yeah uh, it's just I think yeah, I think they just get beaten by United because in the past that was bad for us, but now it doesn't really matter anymore, but they're still just shit. So, um, yeah, FPL-wise, there's I wouldn't... If you have any Everton, I'd probably be looking to get rid of them quite soon. I mean, who do people really own? Maybe maybe Richarlison and Dina. That's about... Oh, maybe like Pickford. People <laughs> might have him. I don't know. There's... <laughs> I mean, like, you don't see a lot of Everton players in people's teams, really, anyway. Mm. I mean, I did see a few people last week who maybe brought in a person thinking that uh, a fixture, Hampton Norwich, was kind of a bit of a banker, but that um, we saw how well that worked out. So, yeah, they're, uh, they are probably, FPL-wise anyway, probably the worst players to own at the mo- at the moment and that's yeah. even worse owning players from Norwich or Southampton or West Ham <laughs> just kind of saying something it's actually They're impressive all- isn't I'd it probably, I'd, I'd probably avoid all of them teams personally yeah. I just think they're all a terrible form and even though um, I know Jay mentioned that Southampton have pretty good fixtures but I just think they're they're just in such bad form, and there's not really anyone there that's I'll maybe take Danny Ings. Danny Ings a, yeah. yeah, Danny Ings. But I just, I, again, I think there's just a lot better options up front. But he, I guess he's not that expensive. But apart from Ings, maybe that's the one player that has like four teams. They're just all was Prowse, like, maybe really really bad. Uh, no, he's a set piece. I've nice. never been impressed with him. No set piece. Nice. He's forty-four points. He's a, he's a handy differential for your midfield, a 5.8. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking of bulking your bench out here. Yeah, that's a Dharma territory. Yeah. 
5.2 for Adama. Oof, how um, dare we? Exactly. You don't, you don't mess with that. <laughs> you don't need anything else. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, I mean, in that price bracket, I think there's probably better options. But if, you, if you're desperate for a good fixture run, I mean, Ward Prowse is. I think he was just overpriced from the beginning. I think he started off at six, didn't he? And yeah, I think, I think that just kind of killed him because outside of pens and free kicks, I don't think he's that that much of a threat, really. I mean, it it's a nice fixture run, but it, and I guess they're all like the next four or next even five matches are all matches that they have to win if they want to stay up. So, like maybe those five teams, like. Watford, Norwich, West Ham, even though they're all in very bad form, I guess there could be an argument that they kind of have to start to win. So maybe mm. they could score a few more than you'd normally expect them to. But well, it's, it's must it's must win for both. Know. It's must win for both teams, isn't it? Really? Yeah, because that'll be interesting. But I mean, Southampton, Southampton are strange. I mean, they've got. On paper, they've got a decent attack. Yeah, it's the, not a bad team, is the, it, really? The defence is an absolute dumpster fire. Like, anyway, you dress it up, it's a dumpster fire. The midfield looks good on paper. The goalkeepers are all terrible. Um, yeah. But up front, I mean, you've got Redmond, who's been trashed this season, but he is... Pre- God, he can I hate, be good, yeah. I, I hate this term. Premier League proven. Um, Danny Ings... Shea Adams. Like, yeah. Him? He was he a d- lot of he just not talk and hype. Mm. He hasn't... Um, Danning's probably been their one actual player who's tra- done well this season. Bufal look is fun. Uh, that Gineppo, I mean, he missed like two sitters at the weekend, but he looks exciting when he plays. They should have a good attack in midfield, but it, it just, I don't know. There's, I think Southampton one of them clubs that kind of like Sunderland, where they were near relegation for so long, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, they should have been relegated ages ago. Um. But it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. I mean, Southampton's probably the one I'd gamble on out of these crap teams, just simply because they've got good fixtures. Um, but that's that's us getting away from Everton. I'll go back to Everton because Jay likes talking or laughing at them. Yeah, uh, I haven't really got much <laughs> to say about them. That's that's that's, the, that's the, my main. That's my biggest insult. I just mm. don't have. I just don't have anything to say. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Jay, what's work been like? Lot. I have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> go on then. I'll, I'll go make it, a cup oh, of tea. It's fun. It's fun. It, oh, it's really fun. Um, I'm I'm just waiting and hoping that they really do keep Marco Silva just till next Wednesday. Just just keep him till next Wednesday. I'd even love if they just somehow highly unlikely spunk the draw out of Leicester, but they're away, so it's highly unlikely. Had they been at home to Leicester, Maybe the the chance of maybe getting a draw else than was there, but I think Rogers will do a do a number on them. Um, but just do it like two 0 so Madison and Vardy get a goal and FPL players all get happy points. So you get a clean sheet, we all go home happy. Marco stays in the job till Wednesday, and then we destroy them because there'll be nothing sweeter to walk into work next Thursday morning after being the match, probably with a sore throat and laughing. Um, because there's there's not a lot they can say. You you just have to simply stand there and smile at them, and they, they know they put their heads down. They go, yeah, yeah, we know, we know. And, well, who are we going to get then? And they went, oh, I don't know, I don't know. We don't want Moyes, we don't want Hughes, we don't want Eddie Howe. 
well, well, you're not getting Simeone or anyone of that caliber. <laughs> so, <laughs> want Pochettino. Yeah, well, <laughs> Pochettino is available. I want more sort of Bayern Munich job after Christmas. <laughs> you know, uh, the Man United job might be available after Christmas. The Madrid job might be available after Christmas. He's just going to go and have six, seven weeks off. And Any job other than Everton will be available at some point. And pick up a decent number after Christmas, Pochettino. He, he's not soft. Um, I think... I don't know, even the ones I've spoke to, and I said, like, would you take maybe Moyes coming in till the end of the season, like Big Sam did a couple of years ago, and just keep you up, and then maybe go for Arteta, but then they're saying, well, what happens if Arteta's lined up for the City job, if if Liverpool win the league, and City fail in the Champions League, Pep might just do a runner and leave City anyway, so he stayed there for that long, whether he's lined up as the next sort of in line for the City job because who else is going to take that job really in world football mm. um, so the, the really the, the scratching around the barrel and there's only a few rats around there there's not even any nice mice down there for them so uh, it's fun and it's it's got to the point now where it's kind of a bit boring because we've got to wait till next week to play them and that's when it gets really fun because we ruined the Christmas. We we all know the fixture list is dreadful. If they get if they get a draw out of them five fixtures, I'll be surprised. I, I would be fully surprised if they get a draw out of any of those fixtures. Um, and add to that, they play Leicester in the League Cup, um, which I think might be away from home. I could be wrong, but that's slotted in a couple of weeks as well. Um, that would be nice if they just lose all five and go out the cup and completely ruin the Christmas. I mean, if you're related to an Everton fan, I wouldn't expect much for Christmas because there's not going to be much joy around their household. Um, you can buy them a Liverpool <laughs> top for Christmas. Oh, you could buy them a Champions League winning DVD if you want. <laughs> <laughs> they do love a DVD, oh, the oh. Everton fans. Uh, but I can't imagine there's many that listen to this, but if you have, then good luck to you over the next few weeks and have a merry, merry Christmas. Uh, FPL-wise, own none of them because they're what, just crap. Why, why would you? <laughs> um, anyone who does own Everton players, don't know what you're thinking. Uh, guy you own the will be for a week and you soon realise that that was a silly idea. He did. Um, he scored, though. So Yeah, but there's, there's not much there to have a look at, is there? Um, so... Yeah, we can just laugh at them. I've just been actually scrolling around the the lower price midfield range and see if there's any bargains to pick up there. Uh, Cantwell has got a yellow triangle, so maybe that's a wait and see if people are thinking of putting them back in. Um, he's 4.6, but then they've got Arsenal at home this week, Southampton away, Sheffield United at home. So the challenge of fixtures, to say the least, they should um, score it. Well, maybe not Sheffield United, but they should score it then at least. They might get a goal or two in them, yes. So that's that's maybe a differential you can have on your bench. But down these lower league, lower priced midfielders, there's really not a lot to be had. You're sort of looking at maybe if you throw a player or two in from the likes of maybe Norwich, Southampton, Sheffield United, Aston Villa. You might get one for less than five million, but you're probably only going to get yourself two points. Which, if you've got two points, best than none, I suppose. If if you have players who don't feature, yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. It's. Uh, it, I mean, I'll ask you both now. Would you would you take a minus to fix your bench if it's a complete mess at the min? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Um, well, it depends who you have. Like, if you got people who don't play, I would. I think at this point, I mean, my bench is a bit of a mess. I've got Cantwell, Rico, and Martin Kelly. Um, That's Cantwell not too bad. Is okay. He should play. Kelly doesn't play though. He's because um, he he played like twenty minutes over the weekend. I think Ward he got for the end. Ward got injured so, again. Yeah, so it depends on the Ward situation. But I still think they've got really nice fixers. So and maybe he'll earn his spot back. I think if he did, he'd be a very good player to own. But I think if you have two of your three bench, you play at least just get w- one point every week I think you're fine but if you have like three people who aren't picking up any points it's definitely worth bringing in um, a few people I mean you can pick up someone like Rico for pretty cheap still and there's a few there's a few bargains to be had now especially with injuries you could you could just maybe pick up a person for the next three or four weeks even and then Get rid of the wild card, but yeah, I would be taking one or two hits if you have no bench at all. Even Lundstrom's still just five. <laughs> Lundstrom, I I play Lundstrom every week now. It's like you <laughs> can't bench him anymore. I benched him. I don't. I bench. I put him in my third bench spot against United. As soon as I yeah. confirmed the team, I was like, "What he am I doing?" So <laughs> yeah, at least he already got free, so I already would have made up two extra points. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think it is worth it. I mean, you've got players like most people probably know have starters, but you can get like Sion True Lundstrom if you need defenders for defenders for five five a piece. Um, a couple of, uh, other Sheffield ones are like four point six still or four point five with Egan. So I think there's definitely options there um, in all the positions. Martin Kelly is four point one. I know Simon's just touched him. I've got him on my bench. Unfortunately, with two Brighton players who play Liverpool this weekend, uh, so I think they'll be coming out, and then they go away to Arsenal, Brighton, and then home to Wolves. So now's the time to flog your Brighton players. Uh, but Kelly's four point one. I think he's probably, I'd say, a safe bet to just have on your bench, even if he's your third position. Um, because if if Ward is injured, then he is the one who's going to come in, and at a four point one million, you're not going to get any cheaper. Um, and a player you you can't really argue with that one um and then just going up the the price range you've got you've touched the there's obviously Rico uh Keenan Clark from Newcastle is 4.3 um I wouldn't get him this week because he played Man City but then Sheffield United away Southampton at home they've got to pick up points somewhere so maybe as a as a cheap option, you you could get him in, or um, there's there's not a lot else around there. A um, couple of Brighton defenders, but then you're sort of stabbing in the dark at Brighton or Esri Conzer if he does carry on playing for Villa. I know you've got Tyro Mings, which you don't know where you got, but I, mm. I, no, don't. I've just seen the fixtures. Don't uh, United <laughs> away, Chelsea away, Leicester at home. Don't don't, don't get any Villa players. Sorry about that. <laughs> Yes. I mean, he got the clean sheet, and it'll do. I might get rid of him this week, though. Um, yeah. But we'll discuss that later on. Um, 
let's move on to more more of the focus team stuff. Um, Leicester still good, Simon. Um, I imagine all Definitely. of us have at least two. Most probably have three, um, like I do. Um, I mean, it's probably not a fantasy chat to have, but I mean, Leicester. I mean, to continue to look like the real deal. Um, I think me and <clears throat> me and uh, Jay mentioned last week whether whether or not it's a, uh, more than a two horse race for the title. Now, I still think it's between us and City, but I mean, Leicester look like a sure thing for top four, like the surest of sure things. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a four horse race, but I think I just think that. Chelsea and Leicester don't have the legs and the squad to go to go all the way, especially after getting beaten at the at the weekend. I think that was kind of a huge opportunity for Chelsea to put a little bit of a points gap between themselves and Man City. But um, yeah. although be beaten away from home to them isn't a bad, it's not like that was a bad result. It was just. They're not playing the best, and they've got a lot of people out. Like it was a definitely. I think if they had picked up a point there, they'd have really been in it. But just because they've got a very young squad, you can just kind of see them not knowing how to deal with the deal with the pressure and the length of it. But I mean, they do have a very good team, so you'd never know. But I think, I think right, I think at the end of this kind of month I think we'll know a lot more but um, Leicester are playing really really well and I think they did I think they've got like a really good first team a few nice bench options Mm -hmm. Um, and they they bought quite well I think and everyone here they've bought has seems to work really well in their team and have and Perez is starting to look a little bit better now he was the one who Mm. I maybe kind of had better expect expectations for I mean he's not a great player but he was really bad and he did then he obviously got benched for a little while and he seems to have worked his way back into the first team Um, I guess the only problem with them is if they got an injury or two to someone like Madison or Madison Vardy or Schmeichel or something like that I think they've Mm. been Whoa, Trouble, Dan, they don't really Danny, have Danny Ward, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's our that's our previous first choice goalkeeper for Isn't a week. It? I I thought he was their third pick goalkeeper. Now, uh, who's there? I know, maybe he's not by now. I think they have that Yakupovich who was on oh, hold for a bit, but yeah. I think Ward is on the bench. Yeah, I guess Ward's okay, but I mean, you know, like they Va- have... Vardy's the main one. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, like they don't really have anyone who can replicate him I mean they have I I Nacho but does he no we don't we don't talk about him after uh, that we don't talk about him after that miss (laughs) no like faded away into oh yeah god fuck that that. fuck that guy my brain Harry Kane can be forgiven fuck that guy (laughs) (laughs) but I mean they don't have any other like they don't play any mid any midweek matches so Injuries are probably less avoidable, but they don't really have an option to rotate much. So, um, Vardy doesn't really seem to get injured anyway. No, and but they do seem to be on that same kind of a buzz that they were on uh, when they won the league. Like they're just on, they 
they just kind of have this really rolling ability to just win and win and not not many people are really kind of talking about them that much so they're just kind of winning every week and not getting too much of the media attention so yeah I, I don't know it's interesting I just kind of hope that they can stay in it long enough to take some points off our off the rest of the top four that can benefit us you know like it's always nice to have more teams in it so that they've got something to something to play for and not just let Man City beat them 5 nil or something you know um, it's interesting yeah I like them as well I, they're very they're a good team to watch they play us no they play Man City on the 21st yeah and then they play us on Boxing Day so that's going to be a bit of a test for them <clears throat> I think it's going to be a test for us because we mm. play them such a hard time after on the back of a lot of fixtures like the World Club is that, our, is that our first game back? Um, yeah, it's, it's either the first or the second game back. It's probably yeah, it's first our first game back. back. Yeah, it is. That's a bit of a it. shitter. And it's away from But home. we've got a gap. So it's tough. Yeah, we do have a little bit of a rest period. We have a near enough, I think it's like five, maybe six days since the World Club Cup final, which that is on the Saturday. Ah. We make the final. Well, if we don't make the final, we play the fair place playoff, which is oh, okay. Shit. That would that's, be the worst thing ever to happen. <laughs> that's on the Saturday, the twenty first, that fixture, and then we play on the Thursday, the twenty sixth, Boxing Day. Yeah. Um, stupidly at eight o'clock, which we've touched on before, okay. but you would imagine. Um, I think the finals even scheduled to play at five UK time. They might even play the final and get the lads out of there Saturday that, night, Saturday yeah. hours, Sunday morning, yeah. and get them back to Liverpool for Sunday and then give them maybe Sunday, Monday off and then get them back into the facility on the Tuesday just to get them taken over. So we've got a little bit of a gap. Um, league fixtures that weekend that obviously played on the 21st and the 22nd as well. So anyone who is playing that weekend is going to face the same sort of break as us but Leicester do play Man City you said they're Man City away so they could be at 5.30 so it's pretty much the mm. same time as we play in yeah, the final that's so bad that would be interesting I think like I do think by the end of the month I think the top four will be a bit more um, I think there'll be a little I think either it'll be that top four or it'll be a top two and there'll be th- and third and fourth will have kind of fallen a little bit behind well, hopefully it's a top one and <laughs> a three. Um, yeah, that'd be the best. Mm. A top one and then who gives a fuck? <laughs> exactly, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, f- I think Leicester are, are the real deal, uh, certainly for the yeah, top four. And I do think you should have three Leicester players in yeah. your team. There's a few different ways you can go. You can go, I think, Fardy is obviously a must kind of own, and then you could pick one or even a pair of the midfielders or you could go two at the back. They're defensively better than there, us. You know? The defensive yeah. is really good. They've only mm. conceded like eight. And Are they the best defensive league? Be. Yeah. Yeah. Four clean sheets in a row with Everton and Watford to come up at home. 
You know it'd be one of them where they're constantly like free to buy oh, for them yeah. teams now. <laughs> soon as, soon yeah. as you start talking about a record like that, they'll concede like seven in the next two games. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I mean, when Brendan went in, you're thinking, no, oh, they'll be good going forward. But they, well, not the opposite, but they're kind of, they're kind of well-balanced. And as Liverpool fans, we're probably still sceptical of what he'll eventually do at Leicester, but. This this might yeah, be this might be his thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. It's all going to be over. This might be his once thirteen he... fourteen. We never know. Um, uh, I hope it's yeah. Good. Hopefully, mm, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. But I think, I could not take them them winning the league over us. Oh God. Um, but yeah, forever Brendan had to take his house back from Klopp, and that would be the end of it all. Now the club bought it off Brendan. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but let's give it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> this is our house now. You can live in it, but shut up. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, it's uh, Leicester are really good. I think I think you're right there. Vardy's must own. I'd probably own um, at the minute Madison, but the more I watch him, I like you, you're eventually not going to score at Worldy. But I think defensively, yeah, I defensively, yeah, you can't go wrong with any of the defenders. Maybe even double up on. On say on two and one of the fullbacks. Um, I think you could also probably put the you could definitely put the armband on JB Vardy for the next four matches. Everton, yeah. Watford, Villa, Norwich. I mean that's absolutely the only problem with that is if you shit like me, you need to catch up to people, <laughs> and everyone will put the armband on him. <clears throat> Captain Chilwell or something, you'll be fine. Oh God, um, no. Uh, what else we got to talk about? We kind of discussed Southampton. Ings is the only one actually worth talking about, so we won't go there. Um, Chelsea um, played well against Man City. Well, in big patches, probably fair to say. Um, but did fall short. But they, I mean, they, they, they're kind of looking more like the real deal. Similarly to Leicester, I think not many people had big expectations for Chelsea. I think we were just too busy laughing at them hiring Lampard and I don't think it's egg on your face territory just yet, but he's doing a lot better than most probably say. Um, they've got a few really good assets for FPL. I mean, Tammy Abraham's the big one, but I think we've seen the emergence of Pulisic. Mount's kind of gone bad at the minute, lost his place, I think. Um, but they do have options, and it like I, I haven't I haven't been wanting to touch Tamori, but some people have him. But defensively, I think they're still shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jay Chelsea. Uh, there's a good few options there. There is, yeah. And if you look at the next three fixtures, at least as as it shows up on FPL across, what we've got is a very short space of time. Uh, home to West Ham, pretty much a banker, you'd like to think. Home to Villa, which again you'd probably put down as a banker, and then away to Everton, which is a definite banker. Um, in terms of. <laughs> What your own FPL? I've got Abraham, which I think pretty much well, fifty-one percent of players have got him anyway. So anybody I know has got Abraham in their team. I did have Mounts, but I sort of flogged him. And... I've never had Abraham. Well, Pro- that explains why yeah. you're sixteenth in the money league. <laughs> That's why you you dropped in the money league. It doesn't matter how many points you get. Uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, but if week. I if I get him now, I'm not going to catch up. So I'm fucked. Oh, you will. You definitely yeah. have to bring him in. Yeah, you got you got to be smart, guy. You got to be smart. Yeah. Um, I dropped Mount and brought Pulisic in because he was sort of in a little bit of rich vein form but 
I think he could be a streaky player, so maybe give him another week or two. Um, William massively flew under the radar with only 3% of people owning him, but he's got 51 points, which is beyond me how he's got that, but he's clearly picking up points. I think it's mainly through to assists. Um, I think Tomori is the one that you probably would have. At 4.9, you can't really go too wrong, and he, he is... He's in the team every week, obviously. I think uh, Rudiger's still out. Um, when's he? He's scheduled back according to FBL on the 7th of December, so you've still got another couple of weeks. But I think even if I think he comes Zoom back in, yeah. it'll be Zoom who gets the chop. Um, and then there's not really much else you you probably pick up from them because the uh, solid point scorers like can say this week randomly got eight points, but you wouldn't expect that from any other week. Um, and then a lot of the other players are sort of in and out. The likes of obviously Barkley's picked up a knock lately, but Hudson Adoy, Bashuai, um, Alonso. There's not a lot there in terms of bankers for FPL, so I can't imagine too many people have got anything beyond the, the four or five, but their fixtures are friendly, so if you are looking for a couple of players just to, to fill in. There's, there is value there if you can get it. Even the likes of Jorginho, who starts every game, he doesn't exactly score a lot of points, but I think if they get a penalty, he's on them anyway, so there, there might be a shout for, for him. Um, but they're, they're sort of going along nicely. I think that results the weekend might have knocked them a little bit, but they play again tonight in the Champions League. Um I think if they if they win that, I think they're pretty much on the, the brink of qualification then. The away mm. at Valencia. Um I think three teams are on seven points in their group. Three points are on seven, yeah. But then uh their last fixture is home to Leo, who were bottom of their group yeah, on one true. point. So if Chelsea gets something else in Valencia, you'd probably think they're pretty much could be on qualified. a free, could, could be on a free way tie in that group. <laughs> Which would be pretty uh, amazing. Goal difference is Harry and Ajax's favour um, in that group. So I think it's Ajax plus another. So I think tonight's match away at Valencia is, a, is huge for them. If they don't get beat, I think that pretty much seals their deal. And that that's not bad at all, considering the start of the season. Everyone was laughing at Faf Frank going in there, thinking, what's he going to do with a load of kids? But he surprised a lot of people. And he, he's earned a lot of respect with the way he's played the game. And he's not... He's not coming out and shouting his mouth. He's, he's pretty honest in his interviews as well. So they're, they're not a team that you like, but they're the source of a, a less hateable team, if that makes any sense. I still don't like them, but you can watch them now and not still feel the Chelsea. hatred towards them. Nah, yeah. Still Chelsea. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's certainly, you know, I'd probably have at least two from Chelsea. Um I say that I only own one. I'd have at least one from Chelsea. Um, or two if you're not stupid like me and have Tammy Abraham. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, they're, they're a very interesting team and it'll be interesting to see if they can uh, keep this up and, uh, well, they should, I mean, the position they're in, they should get to top four, mainly mainly because the rest of the teams are shit. Um, but yeah, Chelsea, certainly options probably in the, all of, well, apart from goalkeepers, probably options in all the positions there. The only thing about Tammy Abraham 
this is coming from a bloke who's just trying to make an excuse they don't have to. Tammy Abraham is that he gets subbed quite early or quite fre- uh, frequently, which is a bit of a bastard, but, I mean, he only cost, what, eight mil? Yeah. Yeah, but he, the only person he comes on for, off for is Batshuayi and... Yeah. He, he's hardly said the word the lights. I think there's... Oh, no, I just one... mean I just mean in terms of maximizing, maximizing his points, not not yeah. Batshuayi being an option, though. No, but he's only there's one game week he scored six points and that was a waste of Southampton. I think he got one goal. That Beautiful. Um, but there's not a lot. He he played six minutes that week. Batshuayi. He scored one goal and got a bonus points. So yeah, if you have either, I mean, you can't really go wrong. At eight million, I think he started off the season around about seven and a half, I maybe a bit was, less. I think he was actually just seven. Was he? I think so. He's, so he's, he's rocketed in price then, but he's he's ownable until he's injured, I think, because at that sort of price, he, he's easily left in, unless he's mm-hmm. massively drop-off in form, but I think Frank's going to stick with him. Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I was just, I was just saying, if you want to pick like captains and stuff, it might be, might be something to look out for, because uh, he might not play 90 minutes every week. Uh, like, I don't know, Vardy, Vardy will never be subbed unless the... Yeah, I don't even think he got subbed when the were in 9-0. <laughs> um, no, no, because he got a tactic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, some players just don't ever get subbed and they're probably more uh, better captain picks. Um, we did have a couple other things to talk. I think we kind of covered them just in passing, um, but we're nearly an hour now. We'll go on to transfers. Um Jay, I'll start with mine, and I'm going to ruin Pulisic for you before he's even done out for you. I want to do Mount to Pulisic like you did. Um, oh, God. Yes. Just breathe it in. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful I'm, stuff. Just, I'm basically playing a game of cat and mouse with you, and I've just <laughs> got to say two steps ahead of you by game week. Uh, and I'm judging by Simon's team, I've got to say three steps ahead because he's got the bulk of my team as well. Yeah, but if Simon goes top, I'll just start copying him. Yeah, well, there you go. He's only, he's he's only got going a, top by he, my bad, my by me having Brighton players. That's the only way he's going top. You got to you got to time it right, just right at the end, yeah. and just let him take over, and then on the second, the penultimate game week, I'll just copy his team and it'll fucking break him. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I might I might take a minus because, as mentioned, my defense is a bit. A uh, bit streaky. I mean, three of them are right. So, aren't you? Trent, well, Trent's probably not worth what he paid for at the minute, but hopefully our defence actually starts keeping clean sheets. Uh, Lundstrom is a bear. Uh, and then Mings and Willems, a um, bit of a problem. But yeah, I'm going to do Pulisic to Mount. Is there anyone in the five ish defensive range that worth looking at? Not telling you. <laughs> that's not very nice. <laughs> uh, now, um, maybe tomorrow for me. Um, just looking at Chelsea's fixtures, these look pretty handsome. Um, in terms of transfers for me, I need to get rid of Montoya and Conley from Brighton massively. And if we don't keep a clean sheet this weekend, Allison's going as well. Oh, would you? Go down to like Henderson or Pope and then make money up that way. Yeah, that that's the route I'm gonna have to go down. Um, because 
I keep saying it every week. We, we, we're going to keep a clean sheet this week. We're going to, and we really don't. Um, at five point nine million, he's he's an expensive loss to have. Um, but I may take a minus four this week and just do two transfers, um, and try and bin off the two Brighton lads. And I'm also debating maybe getting rid of Madison because, as you say, his his luck of free goals can't go on and if I get rid of him and get a cheaper option in midfield I can probably strengthen in defence or attack so that's where I'm looking but I'm probably going to make two transfers I'm just going to have a little play now while we're speaking to Mm -hmm. Simon to see what I can come up with Sounds good Uh, Si what are you thinking then we can discuss Aguero because I forgot to bring him up I am going to probably do Mount to Son I have uh, 3.2 million in the bank (laughs) Um, Money bags. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of put it. I got rid of Aguero for Jimenez a couple of weeks back, and I was going to look at doing something like Kelly to Robinson, uh, to Robinson to Robertson. Um, but just with his ankle injury and the way that we've just haven't been getting enough clean sheets, even though he has been getting a lot of attacking returns, I do have Trent as well, and I'm hoping that he'll um, start trying to catch up on him soon so Mount just needs to be gone for my team it's not really anyone else that I need to get rid of and that would give me just that kind of uh, ter- kind of third or fourth big big kind of hitter midfield and I'd have Mane De Bruyne Madison and and then Son which is a pretty good midfield four I think and I'm very happy with my front line, so I wouldn't take any of them out. So there's not. I think my defence is good enough that I don't need to do the Robertson move, and that's what I'm thinking. It's either that or do the same as you and do mount to mount to to Pulisic. But I think San has a little bit more upside. I know he's three million more expensive, but. <clears throat> I think I'd rather spend the money now um, than hold on to that much in the bank for the next couple of weeks. And there's no one else really around that range that interests me too much. There's not really a lot of other options unless I went for someone like Mares, but I don't think their fixtures are amazing. Mm, plus, and he's trend, not really uh, not nailed on. And, yeah, Pep's rotation. It's, yeah, especially this time of year, it's too it's too risky. I reckon. Um, That's kind of really it for that. I mean, those kind of nine million. I mean, maybe Martial, but again, I'm not really sold on the United attack enough. Um, and their fixtures are kind of a bit weird as well. They kind of have like one nice fixture and then two really bad fixtures. So yeah, and. Uh... I think they've got Europa League to deal. I think they're taking like a team yeah. for the kids as well, but they've still got to deal with it one way or another. And the kids are probably their best players at the minute, <laughs> um, which is uh, fun. Yeah, so they haven't um, taken their first team without yeah. really meaning. To. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should. Uh, they should bring their actual first team. But absolutely. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. They're just going to do the one move, I think, and see how they go with that one. I think I'm going to be in Albert and get Aurier in. Now, do you think he's going to play though? Because he didn't play him in his. Was he playing him in his? In, yeah, in he's, the play, West he's, he's played both games. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's he got Ori and uh, Davis. Well, da- Ben Davis got Davis. injured, so he's injured, isn't he? Yeah. I think I just gotta risk it, really, because I think Aston Villa's fixtures are too bad, and I don't really keep clean sheets that often anyway. And the rest of them, I mean, the best options yeah. are probably the Sheffield United ones, but I've already got How much got do you have to spend? Uh, 5.2. 5.2 if I take out a 4.5. I mean, the well, he's got a yellow flag, but the other option would be someone like Evans and going under two. Uh, I, have, I have three but, Leicester. Oh, yeah, you've got, you've still got Madison. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's not really a lot around no. that price bracket then, is there? Not too much. I mean... Dunk would have been a good option. Defender, defender. Yeah. Just considering their fixtures, but... I wish I could have ordered Van Aert, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, he's so expensive. You probably have to get someone like Cahill, which is... Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. 4.5, but still, yeah. I think I'll just go Ori as a gamble, because he pretty... Well, looking at the analysis on Monday Night Football, he was literally playing right wing, so... Was... Well, nine's not bad, actually, for him. Yeah, I think it's worth pretty a gamble. Cheap. But nine... Knowing how much Joe's is a bit of a dickhead, he'll probably play like five now, um, which will be great. Um, but anyway, my, my season's fucked anyway. Let's just gamble it. I'm confirming that. <laughs> Live transfer with Guy Pul- Pulisic and Ori in. Oh, uh, dear. Um, Jay, how's your tinkering going? Not very well. I'm 0.1 million out of what I wanted to do. Oh, dear. Um, so I have to come back with something else. I was going to take a minus eight because I can afford to do that um, <laughs> I was going to go Montoya Madison and Conley out and go to Mori John Fleck and Jimenez in but mm. I'm 0.1 million out so <laughs> I can't yeah. Yeah. I, I could flog Martial but the devil inside me just says that he's just that type of player that's going to get goals and at home the next two games Villa and Spurs and if, if he's going to get goals it's going to be at home Um, obviously they go to Man City in a few weeks so maybe not but I'm just I'm going to stick with Martial for another week or two Um, I've got 0.6 in the bank I might even just take one transfer this week and that could be Montoya to Tamori so I don't lose any points and then maybe tinker through the next week or so because we've got thick and fast game week so you're getting free tra- getting free transfers in a row that you can use for nothing so if I can sort of negotiate my way through the next week I might have to just do it quite savvy and hope that I can get by um, if I just do one defender that leaves me with four decent defenders five decent midfielders and two decent forwards so I think I've might just have to go conservative and just go that for once. Yeah, I mean you're in a you're in a decent you're in a good enough position. You can you can you can drive it. <laughs> mm. It's just this Conley fella. I mean, you yeah. don't know why you let me fall into that trap, but you did. Why do you why uh, do you listen to my advice uh, on this podcast? It, I don't know because. I'm not that car- never- I'm not that charismatic. Fucking hell! No, you're ne- you're never really that right, are you? Let's be Moderate. <laughs> but I-, I was sold on him, you know. And Simon being Irish, I thought, you know, we'll, we'll all be friends here. Um, 
<laughs> no, uh, the bloody the rebirth of Robbie Keane wasn't happening, was it? Let's be honest. It's not. Well, it will happen for him. It has to. Hey, but but don't, don't, there's not much else going on in Irish football, is there? One of those two. <laughs> Connolly yeah, and Paris up front. Really. Good God, mm. that's going to be the that's that's going to be the Euro winning front line. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be laughing too hard just yet. <laughs> uh, are, you even are you even? Are you even? Putting three past Pickford in the final. Wait, is, is it too early to open a drink? <laughs> <laughs> uh, You'll be disappointed when it's Shane Long up front again. <laughs> And Robbie Keane somehow. <laughs> oh God, he's probably just, he's still your best player. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll finish on uh, well, captain picks and and team selection. Uh, I'll start with mine. I'm going three five two. Uh, this does mean benching Lundstrom, so he will score points. Um, but uh, Pope and goal, Trent Aurier, Sionchu, Pulisic, Ali, De Bruyne, Salah at the min, uh, but we'll see with that tonight. I might even take an extra minus if he's still injured. Um, Madison, Jimenez, and Vardy, and I've got the captaincy on Salah at the min, but as I say, we'll see. Uh, more questions will be answered on him tonight. Um, Sai, what are you going with? Um, my captain, I'm a little bit torn, but probably Mane, though. Um, that's what it's on at the moment. And With the temptation of Vardy or Abraham, and then at the moment they're looking like I'm lining up a Pope, Trent, Lundstrom and Soyuncu, um, Madison, De Bruyne, Mane, Son, if and when I bring him in, which I probably will. And then Jimenez, Abraham and Vardy up top. Sounds good, and Jay? Uh, just basically Simon's team. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Uh, well, Alison no, goal. Not far away. Trent lunch from Sionju at the back. Sounds familiar. Uh, Madison De Bruyne and Mane, Martial and Pulisic, Abraham and Vardy. Um, Mane, Mane is the captaincy at the moment. Vardy is the temptation. Um, I think games are going to start to play tricks with your name. Madison looks like a good bet as well, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll think of something. Um, I've got to try and find ways around getting points on people because there's there's, there's got to keep a lead somehow. Um, so I'll figure it out. Don't worry. I won't tell you anyway. <laughs> I'll right. just tell you when they've scored a hat trick. Yeah. It's all right. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Um but yeah, this is this has been uh, the fantasy football show. We've not gone an hour and twenty this time because it's actually not an international break. Um, but we will finish up there. Thank you, you two, for joining me. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>